0: I'm not a soldier. I got soul, but 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 I'm
1: not a soldier. I got soul, but not Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 15-Minute you. This is the official college football podcast of your morning commute. I'm Evan Wazork. That's my brother, Matt. What up, doe? What up, doe? We are here to bring you everything you need to know about college football in, hopefully, 15 minutes. Let's get right into this week, man. What an exciting week of college football. Kind of bummed I had to miss some big games. I missed the end of that Penn State-Iowa game. Had to? That was exciting. You had to? Uh, That you did. Not, uh, I'm not gonna tell the girlfriend I can't go out with her, uh, cause I gotta watch football. That'll never end well. They, they don't
0: got cable uh, at bars in Dayton, or what?
1: <laughs> fair, fair. They probably fair. don't. Anyway, they probably don't, though. Probably don't. Matthew, as I had said earlier this week, Kinnick Stadium is like that house in it. In there, you might not make it out alive. Penn State got out of there by the skin of their teeth. What a game! Um this week, we also saw the end of two hype machines in that Purdue lost to Michigan, and Vandy was just summarily executed by Alabama. What else do we had going on this week? The big twelve is looking like a three horse race now with t c u Matt, what were your thoughts? Uh,
0: my thoughts were we still have no idea who's good. Uh, I had to eat about five picks last week, as embarrassing as that was yeah. like Oklahoma State's not the team that I thought they were, or are they you they there have been teams be, I mean, who have dropped games and then made the playoff. Uh, you got handled by TCU, though. Usually you lose a close game and then hold on for the rest of yours. So I don't know. I tell you, the only team that I am certain is good is Alabama. Everybody else? Uh, we'll see. Give me a, Clemson? Give me a call in a month. I, I'd love to pick Clemson. The only team I'm certain that's good is Alabama. Call me in a month, though.
1: Fair.
0: All right, you ready to go over the roll call?
1: Let's do it. Let's do roll it. call? All right, folks. Top 10. Here we go. Pretty easy, Matt, because it did not change in the top five at all. Number one, Alabama. Number two, Clemson. Number three, Oklahoma. Number four, Penn State. Number five, USC. Number six, Washington. Number seven, Georgia. Number eight, Michigan. Number nine, TCU. Moving up seven spots after defeating Oklahoma moving State. Moving on up. Three. Rounding out the top ten, we have Wisconsin. One of those sad situations. They dropped, they still won, but they dropped a place. Sorry, fellas. Um, and then we're looking at other big movers and shakers in the top 25. Oklahoma State dropped nine points, or nine spots, excuse me, after losing to TCU. One more other big drop. Mississippi State dropped seven spots to 24. And then we have two welcome to the parties. We're welcoming the party your best friends, Notre Dame. And we're also welcoming West Virginia. They are 22 and 23 respectively. Matt, anyone you want to send on a beer run,
0: I do think we should give a shout to Georgia moving up four spots, not in the top ten last week. Now there's seven this week. I don't think I disagree with Auburn being 13. Uh, I also, is Michigan good, and is Ohio State good? I'm very uncertain about both those programs and whether they deserve to be there. I actually would I would put South Florida higher. They came in at 18 this week. They're 4-0. Quentin Flowers has been playing lights out. Uh, is, that a, is that a P6? Team we should worry about?
1: (laughs) Yeah, man. I think they might be in the P6. uh, Folks at home, power six. They're they're pretty good. They've been playing very well. Charlie Strong seems to be redeeming himself. One thing I want to point out, discrepancy between the AP poll and the coaches poll. Okay. Florida State, 0-2 is number 25 in the coaches poll. Yep. What is that about, coaches? What is that about? Wait, it's the first
0: time since 2011 that Florida State hasn't been ranked in the AP Top 25.
1: Whew. It's a long time.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know, because there's just like this like old white dudes club of which Jimbo Fisher is a part of, and so they keep them in. I, I, last year, it was incomprehensible in the way that Florida State just continued to play mediocre and then continued to be ranked uh, week after week. We do got to give a quick shout out to our friends playing NCAA Division Three. St. Thomas and St. John's met at Target Field, home of the Minnesota Twins, the largest crowd to ever see in NCAA Division Three football game. Thirty-seven thousand, three hundred thirty-five people showed up for the Tommies against the Johnnies. Tommies holding tough for that twenty to seventeen victory. The thirty-seven thousand is over double as large as the largest previous crowd at 17500 to watch last year's Wisconsin Oshkosh and Wisconsin Whitewater.
1: Tommy Johns, I heard that surgery hurt. <laughs> I'll be here all week.
0: Oh, good lord. All right, Evan. So while we're thinking last week, uh, Fat Heads of the Week, I got two nominees for you. You ready?
1: Yeah, blame on me.
0: Nominee number one, game day in Times Square.
1: Good goodness.
0: Have you ever tailgated in Times Square?
1: No. no one. Because has- you
0: can't tailgate in Times Square. Nobody's tailgated there.
1: How can that be the site
0: of college game day? Are you serious with that? That's the biggest, like, corporate ESPN East Coast bias-loving move I've ever heard of in my life.
1: Yeah, man, I wasn't wild about that. I mean, like, their reasoning was, well, there's a ton of fans, and they have all these watch parties, and, like, you and I have both lived in Washington, D.C. at different points in our lives, and we've both been to Buffalo Billiards, which is a Michigan bar in D.C., and, like, yeah, that's fun, but... It's not college game days about tailgating and barbecue and you know having beers and like all this stuff. Not about well, and, the, and football fields. generally. and football fields. There, et cetera. There's
0: not one in Times Square. Nominee number two, Purdue's visiting locker room, conveniently has no AC. Can you believe that? The visitors oh, don't I'm have shocked. AC. I can't believe that. Temps across the Midwest are running high this weekend. In West Lafayette, they made their way all the way up to 90 degrees during the game. Also, can we comment on the fact, Wilton Speed? Exits with an injury, undisclosed, still undisclosed beyond the fact Coach Harbaugh said it was soft tissue. He has to leave campus to get x-ray because the Purdue campus doesn't have a ray machine. Is that a research university or no? I don't understand. You have no x-ray I, on campus? I don't know. Are you kidding That's me?
1: Just, I mean, it's not hysterical. It seems honestly kind of dangerous for the football players. Yeah, I don't know. About either of those things, that AC thing seems a little petty to me. Like, just put AC. In the I kind of, res- I kind of respect
0: like, it though. If I'm picking a fathead of the week, I'm giving it to Games, Evan, and Times Square. Oh, for sure, for heavy. sure. Kind of respect it. All right. While we're talking Big Ten football reactions to Week Four, Evan, What were your thoughts?
1: Oh man, uh, Week Four for the Big Ten especially was pretty exciting. Especially I, the two like marquee games: Penn State, Iowa, coming down to that last second and then Michigan-Purdue, both great. The only, like, dis- well, the two disappointment games, I think, were Notre Dame-Michigan State. Like, come on, fellas. Got to pull that one out. And Nebraska-Rutgers was, like, shockingly close, and I don't understand that. They both suck. Man, let me lay two stat Big Ten stats on you. Okay. This time last year, Michigan State owned all four of its rivalry trophies. Today, they own zero of them. I can't believe that. And then uh Penn States Barkley is the leading receiver in the Big Ten. No way. And he's a running back. Hundred percent factual. Wow.
0: 100%. In the Battle of the Bros, McSorley v. Darnold, last year's Rose Bowl highlights.
1: Yeah.
0: McSorley's a step ahead of the game right now. I my like heart yeah, goes free... out to Hawkeye fans. I just mm-hmm. you know, it's third and goal. They got seven seconds left. First shot is incomplete. Four seconds left, last play. I, you, if you didn't see it, like you got to watch the end of that. McSorley just threads the needle. I don't know how that ball, one, makes it to the receiver, and then is caught by the receiver. Just mm-hmm. a fantastic play. So to my reaction to Big Ten play is I'm buying Penn State right now. And we said this off-wax, I'll say it right now, on-wax. Penn State wins the next four games. I'm buying Penn State for the natty. They got Indiana, who we saw... Put up 52 points over the weekend. Give Ohio State everything it could handle in week one. Potent offense over there. Then they got Michigan at home. Northwestern. At Northwestern. Then Ohio State. You survive that. They got cupcakes to finish. They're playing Michigan State. They're playing Maryland. They're playing Rutgers. You win the next you probably four.
1: probably have to play Wisconsin in Indy, though.
0: Okay. But you win those four. I think you take Wisconsin. I mean, in the West, I guess I'm buying Wisconsin. They have a soft schedule. Yeah. The only Eastern team that Wisconsin plays is Michigan. So no Ohio State, no Penn State. If they don't make it to Indy, Paul Chris did something wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just that.
0: I Michigan that. and Ohio State on offense are looking so suspect right now. Michigan's lucky it has a bye week this week, so you can figure out what's going on at quarterback. I
1: don't. Oh, agreed. Agreed. That offense does not look ready for serious Big Ten play. Does not look ready for Buckeyes. Does not look ready for Nittany Lions. Yeah,
0: o- o- O'Korn did well coming in. You had 270 yards, but you had a pick and you had a touchdown. Now it's your first game, so like, yeah. can you grow into the guy? Maybe, but we got a lot of well, questions. We,
1: we, we also don't know he he'll be the definitive starter. Oh, I know. We have but, no idea what's going on with speed. But right,
0: right. Well, that's what I'm saying. You got some. They're fortunate they have a bye week. So. Penn State wins the next four. I'm buying them for the natty. Agreed. All right, so speaking of scorching temperatures across the Midwest, Evan, you ready to talk hot seats?
1: Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk hot seats, son.
0: So, you know, about a third of the way through the season so far, and uh, the temperature is rising for some coaches across the country. Uh, Kevin Sumlin's seat started very warm, very, very warm. Uh, I think other guys, we were looking at basically the don't get fired game of the weekend was the Texas A&M, yeah. Arkansas, overtime. Who can win for their job? Uh, staying in the SEC, is, is Butch Jones staying? Jim McElwain, Florida, again, off. not off to a great start. Suspended 10 players in week one. Um, yeah. I don't know. Where do you want to start?
1: Um, so I think let's start with the Jerry World Don't Get Fired kay. game, which exciting game uh, for those of us that watched it. I think of the two coaches – Someone is in a better position not to be fired for two reasons. The eight One. What? One. So one, I think that letter that was sent to him uh-huh. um, is a really damning for the fire him camp. Because then that is always going to be a cloud over his firing.
0: Like, not only did he have to coach, but he also had to deal with this, which, like, all exactly. of the other white dudes, exactly. including my AD, don't have to deal with it.
1: Exactly. And then Bielema's coordinators- both offensive and defensive have previous head coaching experience. Someone's coordinators do not. So, in theory, there is people with head coaching experience be ready to go in Arkansas, which Texas A&M does not have that. I always think midseason coaching firings is a bad idea, but I think of those two programs, Arkansas would be more likely to do it.
0: Disagree with midseason. It, don't stick with somebody because you feel bad. There's, there's never good timing to fire somebody.
1: Eh, but... If it's mid it, like helps. the
0: season's obviously not going well. If you're going to fire them, right? So like, yeah, I mean, okay, you look
1: fickle as your defensive coordinator. Like, sure, go ahead and fire a guy, but if you don't have anyone really there that's ready to roll, then I don't think it's going to help. It can only hurt. Would be my thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, okay, agree, agree Please to disagree. disagree. Let's move on. I, th- uh, Sumlin's AD though, openly said he needs to do a better job, which is why I think his seat's hotter. Uh, Butch Jones. Tennessee's playing okay. They had an unusually difficult time taking down UMass 17-13 over the weekend. He just has too many negatives, right? The, the hard guy to fire is like Brady Hoke, who is a player's coach, and a lot of yeah. people like him. And But a lot of people don't like Butch Jones. You do things that too many people perceive as weird, and then you also don't win a lot. That's not a great recipe for you staying
1: Agreed, hundred percent. What do you think of uh, Mike Riley at Nebraska?
0: I love the uh, ESPN headline this week after Ike Horse is fired, where they said, "Did Nebraska just make Riley a lame duck coach?" Nothing gets by you guys at ESPN. Just like (laughs) nothing gets by you guys. You guys are unbelievable. Yeah. um, After they fire the AD, as soon as they fire a new AD, you know the next person they're going to get is a new football coach because the new AD is going to fire Mike Riley.
1: Days are limited. The Nebraska fan base is just fed up with him. I think – I mean, of the three coaches we've talked about, for sure, the only guy that cannot save his job is Mike Riley. Oh, Again, agreed. I'm against midseason firings, but I think the other two could potentially save their jobs. Mike Riley's done. I, I bet all the money in my bank account.
0: I also love that the Nebraska uh, trustees and uh, administrative reaction is that Eichorce got fired over f- poor football performance. But you left Riley there. What? right? He doesn't even coach the team.
1: No, that doesn't make any sense to me.
0: And you guys signed him to a million dollar extension like two weeks ago.
1: Yeah. Man. Yeah. Very awkward situation. Yeah, we gotta add Briefly. that to the fathead
0: list. Can we put the Nebraska trustees <laughs> on the fathead list? Put that. They'll come in. Like probably well, I mean, just ahead game of the producers taking lottery. the cake. But we yeah. Can agree. Agree. Them. Agree.
1: Sure. Um, ten seconds though, Matt. Matt Rule. How many games can you lose your first season at Baylor and not be fired? If they only get one game against Kansas State, if they only get one win, does he keep his job? They're not going
0: to beat Kansas
1: State. Or, excuse me, Kansas. Uh,
0: No. He has one job this year. It's to make Baylor not smell like scandal anymore. If it doesn't smell like scandal at the end of the year, it's a victory. While we're talking hot seats, let's talk uh, hold-me-back moments. People getting heated. Let's do it. North Carolina State defensive end Bradley Chubb spits on the Florida State logo following the Wolfpack's win at Tallahassee. Then, of course, uh, very much like his cousin Baker Mayfield, apologizes. Evan, what's up with the apologies? Like, e- either do it or don't do it. But then don't apologize. Be like, oh well, yeah, I let the emotion, I let my emotions get the best of me. Like, nah, dude, you just beat Florida State at Florida State. Go ahead and spit on the logo. They want to say something, they should just beat you.
1: Yeah, I mean, clearly, it's probably not his idea to apologize, right? Like, he was probably forced to do it by some suit in the athletic department. That's a, that's a uh, I, suit I'm move. I'm right there with you. Like, just, I don't know, the spitting thing, I thought was, like, a little silly. Like, do something better. Like, oh, I, I agree. Like, Baker's Mayfield flag plant. Like, could you not come up with something better? But if you're going to spit, no, I agree. Like, stick to your guns.
0: All right, let's move on. You ready to talk next week?
1: Let's do it. Let's pick them. do it. All right, but pick them. Um not a great week for Matt and I last week. I went six and four. Matt went five and five. That extends my lead to two games now. I think our worst pick, Matt, correct me if you think I'm wrong, would probably be Michigan State over Indiana. Look pretty silly. Over Notre Dame. Yeah, over. Notre I appreciate Dame. you
0: not saying it the first time. We can just mention the state. That's fine. I agree. I think that my worst pick actually looked like uh, taking Mississippi State over Georgia. But
1: all right, looking forward to next week. A lot of agreement. It's a bland schedule as far as the Big Ten concerned. We got Illinois hosting Nebraska. We're taking. We're both taking the Illini. Penn State hosting Indiana. We're both taking Penn State. Rutgers hosting Ohio State. We're both taking Ohio State. Wisconsin hosting Northwestern. We're both taking Wisconsin in what could be the deciding game of the Big Ten West. We've got Michigan mm-hmm. State hosting Iowa. We're both taking Iowa. Minnesota is hosting UM or University of Maryland. We're both taking the Gophers. Now, where we have our disagreement is really on the national stage. There's one national level game we agree on. Number 12, Virginia Tech is hosting number two, Clemson. We're both taking Clemson. I learned my lesson that Louisville game the hard way. And then all the games we disagree on. It. Duke hosting Miami, quietly at four and zero. I'm actually taking Duke. You're taking Why? Miami. Why are you taking Duke? One, they're better than I think people they are think they are. Miami looked a little rusty for their two weeks off, and you know sometimes they had two to weeks win, off. You got to make bold picks, man. I'm taking I'm taking Duke. Upset alert. Good lord. Okay, next. Then we have. USC traveling to Washington State. I'm taking the Trojans. You're taking Washington State. Five seconds. Why?
0: USC's looked absolutely mediocre. They had trouble putting away Texas in double overtime. And then Cal was up on them. They had to like go back and forth. Like People are talking about USC being a playoff team. You're struggling against Texas and Cal? No, 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 no. Not buying that. I'm, I'm swinging my sword. I'm finding my inner pirate. I'm going with Washington State.
1: Your boy up there. And then we have number 13, Auburn, hosting number 24, Mississippi State. You just trashed Mississippi State earlier in this pod, yet you're taking the Bulldogs. I trashed them. So it was a bad pick. I'm taking Auburn. I think that home field advantage. One, I think Auburn's good. Two, I think that home field advantage is going to play in their favor.
0: That might come back to bite me. But I'm going to say they had an off week. I believe in Dan Mullen. So let's do it, baby. Go dogs. All right, Evan. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, it's been another great week with you at 15-Minute You. We got a big shout-out this week. New fan, Megan Albertini, friend of the pod. Appreciate you. Friend of the pod. Appreciate you sharing on your uh, Facebook. We love all our fans could do the same. Megan, I said to my mom, Mom, she needs a raise. Mom goes, she goes, Matt, I don't have any money. I said, Mom, you been in this kitchen? Give Megan a raise. Come on, Mom. Come on, Mom. Come on, Nance. But anyways, give a raise. We appreciate you, Megan. We appreciate all of our friends of the pod, and uh, looking forward to next week. Remember, you can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcast app, or Google Play, wherever else you get your fine podcasts. Hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, like Megan at fi- Facebook Fifteen Minute You, or on Twitter at Fifteen Minute You and Evan underscore Fifteen Menu. Thank you. Remember, folks, don't pick them like my brother,
1: and don't pick them like my brother. I'm not a soldier. 25 minutes We have a couple dead A lot of dead time, time. So dead. I still cannot believe uh, You're taking Washington State in Mississippi State yeah. This is a bad place. This is a bad place.